Hello all, this is Helios, Master of Mayhem, bringing you another underground radio broadcast from the Helios blog. Today, we're going to find out if Matthew Hussey has good tips, or if he's actually a grifter. Why couldn't it be a little of column A and a little of column B? Let's get into it. The reason she's alone is because she's difficult. Women are not accepting the bare minimum. Women fuck men they respect. All the women who say things like, I'm strong, independent, I don't need no man, like, y'all impress me. Women just gaslight each other and say what they want to hear. All right, here we go. Every day, people walk past each other in the street. He's single, she's single, both think the other one is attractive, and then they walk straight past each other and neither does anything about it. I had a woman recently at my event in Chicago. She told me that she keeps meeting guys online and that they don't turn into dates and she ends up incessantly in a texting conversation with them. And I said, well, why don't you get out there in the real world? Why don't you meet people there? And she seized up a little because for most people, the idea of actually meeting people in real life is scary. But it doesn't have to be so scary if we don't take ourselves as seriously, if we stop censoring ourselves, and if we actually get a little more free and easy with the interactions we have. So to get out of this paralysis of playing it safe and not flirting with people, I'm going to give you three simple things you can do to flirt more with the guys you This is an old Matthew Hussey video. You know how you can tell? He's actually trying. Like, number one, look more. I know what women do. They go out, they look at a guy once. Then they look back at their friends and they say, okay, he knows. Ladies, I'll let you in on a little secret. We don't know. So as a general rule, I want you to look four times more than you think you need to. Strategy number two, mouth the word. Whether you're walking past someone or you're standing next to them in a line and you catch their eye for the first time, you doing more than making eye contact and actually mouthing the word hi, it doesn't even have to be audible. In fact, it might even be more cute if it's not audible. But that moment shows that you're sweet and warm and kind and in- Absolutely. That would, that would actually work. Um, for men, if you get a sign like this, this is like the biggest green flag you could possibly get. Inviting and like the first example, just gives a guy that extra license to start talking That's to right. you. Number exactly. three, when you have a date with someone, express that you're looking forward to seeing them. That's right. Be honest about that. So on the date- That would work. Day of the date, if it's a first date, text him and say, I'm looking forward to meeting you tonight. Or if it's your second or third. Uh, so guys, I'll tell you something honest from personal experience. I have never once received looking forward to meeting you tonight. Never once. Guys, I'm fairly experienced with girls. What I've experienced more of is... You know, you make plans and she flakes last second. Or, although the way to preempt that is by making... Okay. If you have experience getting flaked on last minute, here's how you preempt that. The morning of your date, you text at 9 a.m. All of the logistics again. If at any point on the day she replies to that message, you're going on the date. Otherwise... 
Assume that she's flaking and just pivot plans. Don't even go on the date, whether she messages or not. If she's not even willing to send a text to confirm, then you're already off to the next girl and you'll, you'll prevent. But if she sends you this, which again, as I've said, as I said, I have never received of, again, that would be a huge green light, right? date and you have a bit more of a bond or a connection by now text him and say not gonna lie i'm excited to see you tonight those moments of not only flirtation but warmth and sweetness are something that elevate your character flirting is interest plus challenge i'm going to give you three specific real world examples to prove this now let's say and bedroom fun is tension plus logistics the first one you go out tonight you see a guy across the bar that you think is attractive. Now, if you were just demonstrating interest, you might look at him, stare endlessly, have three more drinks, then stumble over to him half drunk, and by the time you get there, say, you're really hot. Disaster. Now, if she was showing interest and challenge, she could start by simply looking at him until he sees her. Then when they catch eyes, she could look away as if she's just been caught out. Then she could look again and start building that tension a little bit. That would work. Yep, that would work 100%. Now you may say, what is she actually doing in that moment to be challenging? But the challenge is inbuilt. All she needs to do is show a little interest because he has the challenge of having to walk over there and do something. Right, exactly. Think about it. For a guy at that point, he's got to have the courage to think of something to say and then walk across the room and open his mouth to this woman. Example number two. Yep. Let's fast forward this night. He's now asked for her. Wow, this is actually a really nice video, Matthew. Great job. When he was actually trying. Ladies and gentlemen, exhibit A. A number and they have parted ways. An hour later, he texts her saying, hey, it's Jason. She says, who? He's like, Jason from the bar. She says, hmm, I don't recall. Unless you're that handsome guy with the nice shoes, winky tongue face. Love that winky tongue face. Now look, it would have been fine if he said, hey, it's Jason, and she said, hey, Jason, it was so lovely speaking to you. That would have been fine, but it wouldn't have been flirting. Flirting is that moment when she pretends not to know him, and then all of a sudden, just as he's off balance, she swoops in with a compliment about him being handsome and having nice shoes. I yeah, that's an invitation for the guy to move things forward. Again, girls are extremely bad at this. Usually guys do everything and all the girl does is not say no, right? Almost never will a girl actually engage in this dance with you like this. Again, guys, I'm fairly experienced. I have almost never, it has happened before, but almost never seen it live almost always it was me directing everything and it was just the girl not saying no so again if a girl doesn't say no that is their terrible way of flirting usually i was once told attraction is about keeping someone just a little off balance and so we come to real world example number three 
let's flash forward a couple of weeks in their relationship. They've been seeing each other. They're having a good time. She's at work one day and she comes out of a meeting and texts him. I just finished a meeting and I definitely wasn't thinking about you most of the time. Okay, bye. Now again. Yeah, right. This kind of thing. Actually, this kind of text will work as a guy. Just don't say thinking about you most of the time. This will work really nice. If all she texted him was thinking of you, that would have been fine. It would have been a perfectly reasonable thing to say and it would have worked. But if we want to turn this from a compliment into a flirtation, now we use this message. Right, you could also say, I totally wasn't distracted thinking about you at X. That will work too. Because that moment where she says, I definitely wasn't thinking about you most of the time. It's a coy way of saying, I'm reluctant to admit to you that I was thinking about you the whole time. I'm being playful about that right now. I'm giving you a compliment, but I'm not at the same time. And then when I say, okay, bye. It's like, I'm out of here. You've had enough. I've, I've said too much already. I'm out. When she does this, she's taking a regular compliment and adding flavor to it. Right. And it's that flavor yep, yep, that often yep. makes someone excited and energized. It keeps them wanting more. Absolutely. Are you sick and tired of situations that never go anywhere? Texts that never become dates, dates that never become relationships. It all just feels exhausting. I have a program called the Momentum Text. No, 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 no. Water and get eaten. But here's the problem with that. It shows a misunderstanding of what flirting actually is. Because flirting isn't just running up to somebody and saying, hey, I like you, we should be together. That's not what nope, flirting is. Flirting right. is much more subtle than that. Flirting is nuanced. Flirting is like putting a little bit of bait on the tackle and throwing it out there on the line to see who grabs at it. Let me give you an example of this. Let's say that you like a guy at work. I'm not endorsing you going into work. Yeah, work relationships, guys, they don't work. And that's just because the laws are ridiculous in 2023. So basically, the girl can accuse you of something and you lose your job on the spot. So better, you're better off going for girls, you know, in places not connected to your work. That's just how it is. Used to be that most relationships came out of work, but it's not the case anymore. Work right now and ruining your work life, by the way, by making it awkward. But let's just run through this example. Throwing yourself headfirst is doing this. You walk into the office one day and you see him. Over there, Dan, his name is. You see him by the coffee machine. He's making himself a lovely little espresso. You look over at Dan and you think, this is my moment. And all of my friends have told me honesty is the best policy. I just need to show him that I like him and let him know. So you walk over there to Dan and you say, Dan, um, I've been developing feelings for you over the last little bit extreme and also think about it in an office setting the guy's mind isn't on you it's on something else you can't flip the frame like that it's kind of got a um, how would i explain it gradually move from one world to another you can't just slap the guy into it it's not gonna work Last few weeks and well I guess I like you I mean that might that might still work but it's very you know high risk low reward I think a lot and I think we should go out sometime that might work
time. If the girl does it, it, it really might work still. If the guy does it, disaster, you'll probably get fired. Dan looks at you, and it's tricky for Dan right now because he either has to say yes to the date to be polite, or he has to be like, uh, no, I'm good. I'm gonna, uh, go do some accounting now at my desk. Now let's look at the second example where you just throw out a little bit of bait. Dan's over at the espresso machine. You walk over there, and maybe you even start with something flirtatious, where you say, why are you always hogging the coffee machine when I come to make myself a coffee? And Dan says something flirtatious back, because he's a bit of a smoothie, and he's like, well, maybe you're the one following me to the coffee machine. Had you ever considered that? And you're like, I'm not following you, just get out of the way so I can make my coffee. Lovely little flirtation. That was, yeah, that's, uh, that's just tension, right? So bedroom fun is tension plus logistics. So that is tension. And tension is better than indifference, right? So, yep. Right now, by the way, this isn't even my main line, but that's a nice little bit of flirtation right off the bat. And you created it when you went over there and said, you're hogging the coffee machine. Then as you're walking away, you say, you know what, it's a good thing me and you are colleagues because we would be so much trouble for each other. And then you leave. Now this is a beautiful little flirtatious line. This is the bait in the water because firstly you're disqualifying Dan. You're saying, listen, you and I can't be together because, you know, we're colleagues and, and that's a problem. So we can't have any funny business. But you're also saying, but if we did, we'd be trouble. Dan, in his male brain, all he hears is, Trouble, you say, because men love trouble. When you throw out this bait, it's women are the most dangerous toys, and men love to play with toys. It's just how it is. Really low effort, low risk for you, because you can sit back and drink a beer on the side of the riverbank and just throw out your line and just wait. That's what flirting is. That's why when people get so scared to flirt, they're forgetting that although flirting is a vulnerable act. It's not jumping in with the sharks. Yeah, it's plausible deniability. You can always say that's not that wasn't my intention, right? You can always take it back. Because you can throw out just a little bit of bait and see if someone bites. If they don't bite, that's fine. You throw out another bit of bait either for that person or for somebody else. Okay, let's just get down to business. Five ways to make him want to kiss you. Number one, touch him. Yep. No, I don't mean his groinal region. I just mean touch him somewhere, even innocently yep, on yep, the arm. Yep. Actually, actually, that's how you know a girl is interested in you. Any little excuse to touch you is her wanting more physicality from you. Looks good what that guy has over there. Because on a date, when two people haven't even touched, made physical contact for the entire date, and then all of a sudden, one of them has got to think about leaning in and kissing the other one, that feels like going from zero to 60 miles. Yeah, that's exactly, exactly right. Although you don't want to kiss on the first date anyway, because that'll prevent bedroom fun. So you don't want to do that. Uh, you want to, you can touch though. You know, like for example... The girl has like a nice ring on or something. You're going to be like, wow, I, I, I like your ring. And you, you know, you, you touch her hand and you like touch the ring, right? It's a plausibly deniable excuse for you to touch a hand, right? Or whatever. 
I really like that jacket. And you just, you know, you don't grab her arm, but you can, you can touch her arm with like the back of your hand. You see, it's very casual. It's very, it's not very intimate, but that's not the point of the action. The point of the action is that you're not going from zero to a hundred. You're going from zero to two, two to six, you see an hour but if you've been introducing light and carefree touch throughout right. the date yep. kissing is a much more natural progression absolutely Num yes number two take a sip when you take a sip of your drink it engages your lips so it draws attention to them but at the same time if you look away it has the added benefit of giving him a moment to look at you and take you in without you staring right back at him. That is too funny, monkey. <laughs> what is this? This is actually hilarious. Yeah, back when uh, back when Matthew actually cared, right, about producing quality content. Yeah. That is something Hilarious. that we actually don't get to do that frequently on a date. And when someone is looking at us, that's when they get a chance to really get attracted. Number three, glance at his lips. Yes, now that works. Looking at her lips. And also what I've found is while you're on the date, thinking like thinking of the girl as not wearing clothes also works. So you're like, I don't know, it changes the way you look at her and she can notice and she feels that she's being really looked at. I don't, I don't know if that makes sense. It, it uh, adds more heat to the interaction. Now, of course, you wouldn't start the date with this, but you know, let's say you've just had coffee and now you're going for a walk and so on, and you've got the light casual touching, then that's when you would um, incorporate this. And that will 100% work. Now, the more slowly you do this, the more seductive it's gonna be. But if you take a moment to look into his eyes, and then look down at his lips. Yup. That works too. Oh, also, I've, I've done this one before uh, to great effect as well. Just give the girl, like while you're talking, you're, you're talking, you're having the conversation and you finish your point and you give her the full up and down and back up. So you look her all the way down and back up. It's like, yeah, I'm looking at you. It's extremely confident. And that works very, very well, guys. I recommend that. So if you see the date is going really well, you know, and here's how you tell, you know, the conversation is going smoothly. You're both having a good time. It's pleasant. You have that light, carefree touching. You're making a few jokes. You're probably laughing. Then you're going to finish your point. You're going to look her down and up. It works beautifully. And then back up at his eyes. Yep, yep. That moment becomes Works a very, very seductive well. moment, yes. even if it's unconscious, even if he doesn't know that you're actually looking at his lips, he registers that you're taking him in yes. in a different way. So like, what part of the jungle were you in when that happened? <laughs> Number four, when he looks at you in a certain sexy way, maybe he smiles with it. I want you to say to him, you can't look at me like that. Oh, that works super well. I've, I've used this one, actually. Yes. You can't be looking at me like that. Don't distract me like that. I'm trying to talk. You know, like, yes, absolutely. 
Do you know how hard it is for me to get my points across when I'm looking at you and you're dressed in that? You know, something like this. Works super well. Yes, especially with a very confident look and demeanor. The words you can't followed by looking away creates this real tension in the moment. Yup, 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 yup. Now, again, girls, I will say this. I have... Now that I think about it, I've never seen this either. This is something that I've said and I've used and I've learned. But I've never seen a girl actually have game to try to flirt. It's more like she doesn't say no. It's more like I do the charming flirty things and she just kind of goes with it because she's like, oh, wow, he's so smooth, you know, and she kind of. I've had it maybe a few times where the girl plays along, but they never really do these game things. I've. As I said, I'm fairly experienced and I. I have seen it, but it's extremely rare. Let's say one in 100 times, maybe. They're telling him something he can't do, always very sexy when done playfully. And in that moment, when you look away, there's that vulnerability to it too. It's like he's doing something to you that he shouldn't be. (laughs) Monkey, you can't look at me like that. Hilarious. (laughs) Number five, do the cute act. Choose a moment when he's teasing you to give him a serious face when he thinks you should be laughing and say, don't be mean to me. And for those of you thinking that this plays into some sort of weird gender stereotype, the cute act is available to anyone. I do it all the time. Don't be mean to me. No, you as a guy should never do that. Don't do that. Please. And when someone's... You know, that, that takes a submissive role. You don't, you don't want to do that as a guy. Being cute and adorable, you just want to grab him and kiss him. That's the effect we're going for. Pace is a very important thing on a date. I'm not just talking Indeed. about eye contact here. I'm talking about how slowly you speak at certain times, how yep. slowly you move at certain times. Indeed. When you think of someone confident and sexy... There's a pace to that that's slow. Yeah, you're looking for not a lot of frantic energy. You're looking for calm and confident. Cool, like you've done this before a thousand times. Just, I know what to do, let me take you there, you know? Confidence. Confidence is just, I've done it before, it's not a big deal. Really, that's all it is. Slows down. When I go beyond confident and I say seductive, It starts to get even more slow, doesn't it? Well, you can mimic that on a date in certain moments. The way you look at someone when you take a sip of your drink or when they take a sip of theirs. When someone is telling you a story passionately and you have that little moment. You ever have that moment where someone gets really passionate about something and you see that their eyes light up. You see that glint in them and all of a sudden you get that little hit of, ooh, this person's attractive. In that moment, slow down. Look at them a little more slowly. You can even look from their eyes to their mouth and back to their eyes. These things start to create that element of seduction. If you're constantly making points and moving around a lot and gesturing a lot and in that kind of jittery mode and everything you say is really fast sentences and so on, there's no seduction to that pace. Slow it down. Did you slow it down? 
Test number three. Did you give him a desire-based compliment? There's platonic language and there's desire language. There's also a platonic tone and a desire tone. You can use either. Uh, Platonic language would be, that looks nice. (laughs) Desire language would be, that looks hot. Platonic tone would be, you look good in that jacket. Desire. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, like, the way I would phrase it is something like, and, and it would work. You use a casual tone. Do you know how hard it is for me to get my points across when I'm talking to you and you're wearing that? You know, like, I'm just, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to have a conversation here. You know, like that, that kind of thing. So you're like accusing her of seducing you, you know, and then you're going to act on it. Like, sorry, I, I, I can't help myself, you know, and, and you're just going to go kiss her, right? Like, because by doing that, you're building tension. And again, as I said, seduction or bedroom fun is tension plus logistics. So when you build tension and you're in a bedroom fun environment, you can have the bedroom fun. Tension plus logistics. A tone would be, you look good in that jacket. Subtle differences. But one of them says, we're going to be friends. And the other one says, we're not going to be friends. Indeed. Number four, did you hug them like you liked them? There's a big difference in hugging someone as if they're a friend. Right, right, right. It actually has to do with where your waist, uh, your, your hips are. If your hips are touching, that's not a friend hug. If your hips aren't touching, that's a friend hug. You get the idea? Also, um, you know, there's a, there's a certain amount of squeezing you do with your friends and, you know, a certain amount of intimacy you have with somebody you actually care about when you hug versus a friend. It's true. Guys, I think this video is very good. Now, I'm just curious, when did, did Matthew really post this nine days ago? I think this is an old video. This, this is, there's no way this is a new video because it seems like Matthew is actually trying. Okay, anyway, let's end the video there. Hit the like, hit the sub, hit all the notifications. Drop me a donation like Hunter M, Adrian Altoma, and Bobby Shadows to you most recent Patreon subscriber. Go buy my books at bit.ly slash books. If you're interested in coaching, just send me an email at theheliosblog at gmail.com. All right, guys. Thank you so much for watching. Especially if you listen to the end, I really do appreciate it. Take care of yourselves, and I'll see you next time.